You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Three, two, one. Hello, everybody out there. This is Unequally Yoked with Carter and Jennifer. I'm Carter. and I'm Jennifer. And we're going to be on this podcast talking to you about pretty much current events, what's going on in our lives, um, basically giving you our viewpoint on everything that's evolving around us. Uh, so, and, you know, to start off, 2019 has pretty much been like a crazy year. Mm-hmm. Um, so much has been going on, not even just in our lives, but most importantly, probably with celebrities. Everyone from, uh, what is it? Jesse Smollett and his situation, um, which still seems to be evolving because now the people that were supposedly involved are now trying to sue his lawyers for defending him and tarnishing their names, which is their pretty much their their job anyway. Um, the car, of course, Cardi B. Cardi B is always in the news. Who mm-hmm. you know? Who has my heart? I love Cardi B so much. I do too. Pre fame and presently, um, Cardi B was, I guess, drugging. And <laughs> drugging and That's not robbing guys. No, she was not. And I, I personally applaud Cardi B for this because I feel like you're either going to be a Wendy Williams or going to be a Cardi B. Are you going to have somebody use the fuck out of you like Wendy Williams did? Or are you going to be Cardi B and you're going to get the upper hand and do it before them? I don't know how you feel, Jennifer, but I feel like. Um, I, I feel, feel like, like Cardi B is the route I would want my child to go in when it well, comes in between the two. Her background and, you know, she was a stripper and she had to do what she had to do. I mean, men do it all of the time. So I think it was a little over-exaggerated when people were like, oh, you know, she me too, these guys. But, I mean... I agree with you. I feel like she actually got to them before they got to her. They were they were sexual predators. I mean, to be honest with you, you're you're demeaning a woman down to her lowest form, which is her sexuality, and mm-hmm. then you want to you want to throw some cash at her. And nine times out of ten, most prostitutes get robbed or whatever. Yeah. So I'm not saying she was a prostitute, but what I am saying is, if you somebody said they want to have sex with you and you like, oh yeah, come on, I'm you rob them. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of feel like, hey, you know what? You you got somebody who was a sexual predator, and they were trying to um, oppress you anyway. That's so, true, and I mean, Cardi B is still relatively young, so when that happened, she probably was really early twenties. Yeah, in your early twenties, you do crazy stuff. If people, do. I don't tell my age, but I'm not in my early twenties. I'm not in my teens, and I'll tell you the <laughs> the stuff that I did. Even today, some of the stuff I do, but the stuff that I did in my early twenties is are things that I definitely wouldn't do now, you know? I agree. Um, Of course, everyone was saddened about Nipsey Hussle passing away. And it's funny because I didn't know any Nipsey Hussle songs. I I was... He was relevant to me mm-hmm. through Laura, Laura London, London. <laughs> and he was relevant to me through interviews and people speaking on him more so than his actual music. But mm-hmm. when he passed, I was I was like a little grief stricken because mm-hmm. if he was someone that clearly was about community and about um, he was just like a betterment of humankind, of mankind. I'm sorry yeah. uh, um, if I use the wrong word, but I I just really was a bit saddened by that for someone that I wasn't even a fan of, to be honest. That's true. Because sometimes I, I keep wondering, like, how did I even know who Nipsey Hussle was? Him standing next to like, Lauren London. Like, clearly, and I'm not, like, a huge Lauren London fan. It's not like she's been in the spotlight like that as of lately. 
But for some reason, I knew who he was, and I think everyone was affected by it so much because they saw someone who, like, changed their life around, you know. I think everyone likes to see, like, a success story. So everyone was so obsessed with it, and yeah, it was just crazy. But I think about it now, like— I feel bad for Lauren London and his family because it's dying down in the public, but they still have to live with it every day, like his kids. And- the the sad part about the situation to me is not even just that, because so many people have to, everyone has to deal with a <coughs> relative that they're, that they love dearly passing away, is that, you know, everything that he preached about is nothing that people that were so sad about his passing are going to uh, to maintain, you know, com- the sense of community, mm-hmm. uh, the sense of betterment, integrity, et cetera. They're not going to they're not going to make that a part of their continuous, ongoing. Um, uh, I can't think of the word, but they're not going to basically push that out there the way that he did, even though they care so much about him doing it. That I think that's the worst part about the situation, you know, losing someone that actually was a positive force when there's so many negative forces. Oh, Speaking sure. of negative forces, the the Wendy Williams situation it keeps oh. getting even crazier because her husband oh. is now being accused of drugging her. Oh. And the crazy story is like they say the police came out to the house, allegedly. The police comes out to the house and... Wendy Williams is covered up in the bed and she's like crying, telling them, no, he didn't drug me. I I broke my shoulder. And this is while she was on hiatus. And the thing is, you, you, you really tried to take Wendy out. Like (laughs) they were trying to get that money. You drugged her. I I don't know how Wendy Williams son can even still call him his father. Like, I think I would have to distance myself a bit from my father. You tried to take my mama out the game. That's my mama. So (sighs) Wendy, 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 I don't even know what to say about that. I was a little bit surprised, but I wasn't because I remember when I used to listen to the Wendy Williams experience and I believe there was an allegation about one of the producers or something that worked for the show. And she was saying that he was very violent towards her and he was violent towards Wendy. And it kind of got brushed under the rug. I think Wendy addressed it once, but it was like, oh, people are lying. Like, I can see that. I can, and you know what's so crazy? The craziest part is uh, beyond the drugging, beyond the, you know, he has a baby mother, he has a baby outside of the marriage. Um, is the fact that you s- sexually assaulted this man and like spit in his butt and forced your way into him after he had a bowel um, movement? Well, even if it was before a bowel movement, well, he was a hermaph- <laughs> He's a hermaphrodite, I think. So I don't. We don't know. Was he really in his butt or his vagina? Shout out to those who got both. Uh, I mean, you, <laughs> you, you really got the game on lock. But um, <laughs> it, the point is, he's living his life as a man, and you just spit in his butt or his vagina, and you just kind of went in. I was assuming it was his butt because, um, because he he mentioned he had just did a bowel movement, and whenever I've had sex with a woman, she don't care about having a bowel movement and then having sex in her vagina. She's like, okay, it's whatever. Well, no, wait, 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 wait. You do care because oh, well, maybe the, I don't need the to deal with smell of ones. you having a bowel movement is still there. <laughs> so 
you know, before you get touched, you do want to freshen up. So I would like to. Well, I'm not saying he didn't freshen up. I mean, he could have went to the bathroom. But do you think that story is true, though? Because now they're saying that that story might not be true. Well, I think the only people who would know if it was true or not would be him and uh, and Kevin. It wouldn't at all be uh, anybody else. I mean, he, he I believe, if I'm not mistaken, from the interview, he was in the room alone with him. But um, but yeah, that that story is continuing to unfold. So I'm sure like in future episodes, we'll talk about more about that, which is very ironic because she's always speaking on hot topics and her life has just become mm-hmm. the hottest topic, the most interesting because it's constantly something else being evolved. Um, but I will say something that's very unpopular is that I personally do believe Kevin deserves oh. a certain amount of money in the divorce settlement because, to be honest, he Wendy Williams would not, and I apologize for saying he because <laughs> Wendy isn't he. But did you call Wendy? Wendy? Will- <laughs> that is a Wendy, woman. She that, was a that was a mistake. That was a mistake. Wendy Williams probably may not have gone as far in her career had it not been for Kevin. Uh, as far as him being a producer and a driving force in her career, I believe because people tend to look at the talent and say, oh, you can do it all on your own with just talent. But it's so many different examples of talent not being enough. As an That's example, true, look but... at look at Christina Aguilera or Tony Braxton. Mm-hmm. They're both talented, but they need a producer. But I and think they were a team. I don't think they were a team, and I him. think he deserves a divorce settlement. He deserves okay. something, and but um, he he definitely she needs to just give him a lump sum and just move on. I agree. I heard that he may be getting like ten million dollars. I think she's worth like sixty million or something like that. Ten is good. Ten and go so, and leave her alone. Considering that it was infidelity, I think ten million dollars is more than enough. Um, what else have we missed? Because we just want to brush over everything. Oh, Jordan Woods getting back at the Kardashians. Aww. Even though she claims she didn't do anything but put their leg on top of each other and he forced the kiss on her. So. I will say this. I am Team Jordan and yeah. 50% is because she's a black woman. Oh, and God. the other 50% is because they, the Kardashians pretty much deserve a little unjust, especially by a black woman. Um, it doesn't have to be about race. I don't. I don't think it's a racial thing, but I think the whole footsies thing that was completely inappropriate. However, him kissing her, I could see that happening All because of guys it was do guys do things like that. Inappropriate. Um, well, you know, I believe that that did happen because guys do dumb stuff like that. And you, yeah. But she should have told the truth as soon as it happened. She should have called and said. So I was leaving Tristan's house and he kissed me. So I think she should have said something. She denied it, though. So that's where she messed up. At. Yeah, it's an uncomfortable situation. I will say this. Um, and that actually segues into um, something we'll discuss later that's going on in my own oh, personal life. Because pretty much friends. the topic of today is flashbacks and friends. Mm-hmm. And um we, what about we're friends? going through our flashbacks right now of pretty much the... The celebrity realm. Um, what else has gone on? Oh, Britney Spears broke down again. Um, oh. She's back in a mental facility. Uh, I don't know what to say about Britney Spears. I feel like she will break down if the wind blows too hard. I mean, Britney Spears is, she's fucking fragile as shit. And she, she can't keep it together. Um, 
for so long, people was asking, why does her father still have conservatorship over her? And now we understand, you know what I'm saying? And it's, but to an extent, it is the media kind of giving us a certain image because you see her looking all disheveled coming out of the mental institution. Um, and then the headline was Britney Spears has another breakdown, so on and so forth. You would feel kind of different if the headline was Britney Spears is going through extreme stress and decides to take a break. But you heard mental institution, you're like, oh, or a mental health facility. And you're yeah. like, oh, this, you know, she's cracking up again. But I think with mental health right now, I think a lot of people are more sympathetic, though, because I think when it happened to her the first time, it was like, oh, my God, Britney Spears, because she always had it together. Like, Speaking of breakdowns, shout out to the Black Album by Britney Spears. That was the Blackout album. album ever. She, if she is recording while she's in this mental facility, that would be amazing. I feel like it would really be the comeback we need because the Blackout album was like her best album. But they did say the Blackout album was, you know, recorded before she had the breakdown. But that was, that is her best album to date. Mm. Mm. I have to agree. If it takes a breakdown to get another blackout out of Britney, I'm yeah. I'm here for it. Break the fuck down. She she Mariah Carey and Bone Thugs breaks down, okay? Because oh my she breaks down over anything. It is just But you never know. Like she started out so young. Oh, like please. those those child stars, they always have issues. Like look at Britney Spears, Michael Jackson, Justin Bieber. Um, the list goes on. They're always having breakdowns. Justin Timberlake, he came out at the same time. It's he married always, that boring-looking woman and moved to the woods. But that's a rare. <laughs> what he did? What was what? it? Man in the Woods. That's probably the only album I've never got into because by him. he stopped appropriating black culture. Oh my god! So that's what you think it is? That's pretty much what it is. That's the gist of his career: appropriating culture. Oh my god! But it's it's funny. This isn't even something I meant to talk about, but it's so funny to me how cultural appropriation was not a thing um, back, you know, you know, years prior. It was so many of our favorite celebrities that was appropriating culture. As an example, Gwen Stefani, that whole LAMB was cultural appropriation. Um, people Madonna, need, but see, that's the thing. People she are culturally appropriated this. repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. And it's so funny because people are overusing that word. They don't know how to use it. They don't know how to use it. But let's be honest, all those people did culturally appropriate. And were they showing we, appreciation? We were way more acceptable. Oh, we no, it was a pre, it was appropriation. They received monetary funds for something, and then um, <laughs> they didn't really show any real appreciation to it. They just made it seem like, oh, look at me, I'm being creative, and interesting because I went somewhere, saw this, and then I'm going to reduplicate it. So, so. Um, yeah, those uh, you know, it's cultural appropriation. Definitely Gwen Stefani. Definitely Madonna. So many times you are done saying that. that Madonna. I love Madonna, and I love that Madonna song that no one is going to listen to, uh, that just came out. So, but no I, but I do understand. Madonna. I do understand that she's still culturally appropriated. Mm. Um, Jordan Dude. Woods recently in an interview, though, what I thought was really interesting was she said she now knows what it feels like to be a black woman because of the way she's been bullied and attacked. So now you want to pull the black card. You just realized you were black all this time you were hanging out with them. You just realized you were black. I think the thing with that is... Knock it off. You, When you align yourself with some, um, someone of an opposing race that has money, or just someone of, a, of an opposing race, period, mm -hmm. you tend to... Um, you tend to forget 
your blackness and you tend what? to think you're going to um be you're going to basically miss the the racial daggers that are going to come right so she thought she was going to miss those racial daggers and she she did you know she was able to well, sidestep them for a moment because I don't think there's that her constant issue, daggers but I don't being think shot her at issue, you when you're black but I don't think her racial first of all I don't feel like race should be brought into this because I feel like it was a messed up situation regardless of what anyone's race is secondly I feel like she was trying to get sympathy and I've never heard her talk about race or anything like that. Well, she was aligning herself with uh, that whole Kardashian-Jenner clan, so she didn't have to... Wait a minute. It's kind of like that O.J. Simpson, I'm not black, I'm O.J. Whatever. And when you're friends with people of a different race, you do not forget your race. I think you do. No, you don't. I think you forget the hardships of being... Of being black no, because you, you, you you're aligning yourself. You're kind of in a bubble, oh especially in that kind of situation. I have but to be fair, of all different you races, always and you I never, never want to bring my up, race. You never want to bring up. Uh, you you never think anything is 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 about race. So I think you kind of have a jaded view of that. And I'm sorry, also, are you speaking of me? Yeah, you specifically. You have a jaded view because you you always say it's not about race. It's not because about race. Because everything is not about Unless race. Some things a, are about race, but not everything is about race. I think that she was speaking of the hatred she received being about race. And neither one of us knows exactly what kind of DMs, what but kind I of messages she was receiving. I don't think that's about race because Chloe got hatred as well because she about was About race stupid. because she was culturally appropriating. No, because she kept a, saying that this woman destroyed her relationship but people were saying you shouldn't say that because he was cheating on you before Jordan even came in the picture he was cheating on you while you were giving birth well what I'm saying is her statement was the hatred she was receiving Mm -hmm. that's what she was talking about and what Mm -hmm. I'm saying is we don't know what those messages that was coming to her DMs were in all actuality we don't you know so I just think it's very convenient that when they fall out She runs to Jada and Will. Like, it's, oh, I love you guys so much. Like, you weren't. Well, that's her uncle. Whatever. And then you go and say, oh, I know how it feels to be a black woman now. Knock it off. It's kind of like when, um, when black gay men will be all LGBTQI and then when. I'm sorry, you said I? Yeah. It's an I at the end now? (laughs) Intersex. I mean, oh. I think I I means intersex. So when they oh. they're all they align themselves with that, and then when that community gets finished using them, mm-hmm. or um, they, they you know they basically suck them dry, no pun intended, they <laughs> come back to oh I'm black and so on and so forth. And my thing is, you were black originally, so I I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, I do I'm pretty sure a lot of the hatred she received was racist. Um, I understand what you're saying, but I also believe that. Um, this was, you know, she, she has a better understanding of being black until someone is constantly berating you about your race. You, you know, you don't really, you don't really grasp it. And it's funny because a lot of black celebrities will say that like they didn't have a black experience. I think like Zoe Kravitz has said mm-hmm. something like that before where she didn't really understand what it was like to be black until something or, uh, she made some kind of vague statement to that before. So, um, she knew she was black, but she didn't mm-hmm. know like what it was like to be a black woman in America. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what is it? I mean, 
I guess I don't know. I I don't know what to say about that. I think it's a little different when money is involved. I think mm-hmm. definitely. I think it's more of of a class issue than a race issue when it comes to things like that. To say you didn't know what it felt like to be a black woman. She grew up very privileged and sheltered. So I think when you got money, a lot of things that races, a lot of things that a lot of things that black women who uh, don't have money mm-hmm. um, will will you will avoid. And it's not just hardships, but, it, you know, certain looks or certain or maybe you don't notice those looks because you're mm-hmm. too busy with your head up in the clouds because you're rich. Well, I wouldn't say that. I, I feel like that goes a little deeper. Certain, because... But certain looks, certain mistreatments and a lot of things that people that are not as well off will notice you won't necessarily notice. But I'm not rich. And there are certain things that I don't encounter that some people tell me they encounter. Well, you're also very fair skinned. So, okay, let's let's not do that because then it, <laughs> it turns into colorism. And then well, it, it that's goes, true. You have light skin privilege. Okay, there's no light skin privilege. It that's, is. That is not a thing. That's you sound like when white people say there but, is no racism. No, I'm not. It no, died. no, I will never say there is no racism. I I try not to see it. I wish it didn't exist, but it, unfortunately, it does exist. You can't when you dark skin. You can't try not to see it. You see it all day, every day. But being racist and <clears throat> and I'm light just, skin privilege is two different things. I'm just you know I'm just be keeping it one. There's no thing. There's no such thing as light skin privilege. It is. I've you never just are not heard acknowledging that. it. Okay, if there's a donkey in the room. And you don't want to you you say there's not a donkey in the room. That doesn't make mean the donkey isn't there. It's still fucking there. It's Wait, still there. Am I the donkey or you're the donkey? I'm just saying <laughs> as an example, if there is a donkey in the room and you're like, there's not a donkey in here. That does not mean the donkey disappears. The donkey. Well, the will thing still is, there's there. no such thing as light skin privilege. It's either I disagree, you're black or but we're gonna not. say that we'll say that for a whole another show. Light skin privilege because. So, there is definitely light skin privilege. Now we are at the end of April. Um, we have a couple days left, and while well, more game, than a couple, well, couple is two. You uh, always say a couple, and about it's not a week, a couple. about a week, something Thank like that. Thank you. Anywho, and we've still not gotten any Rihanna album. People are oh. still going crazy online, and you know, I initially was getting upset, but with 2019 being so crazy. I definitely am nervous about a Rihanna album because I kind of feel like I kind of feel like something bad may happen, even though I think I know I'm just nervous. Like, I'm kind of like maybe she shouldn't release it this year because so much crazy stuff is happening. Listen, and I don't want her to be a part of that madness. I protect Rihanna like uh, uh, the, the, the guards protect the queen. Like, I really I feel like Rihanna needs to hurry up and come out with that album because I don't want her to overthink it. Mm. Anti was so good to me. Like, I've streamed Anti so fucking much. Me it's too. I think it's the most streamed album on my in my playlist. I listened to that more, and I loved Unapologetic, but and I still do. Anti was just but a little Anti. I stream it all the fucking time. I think that's probably her best album to me from start to finish. Mm, it's hard. It's hard. She's giving me some solid ones. Rated R, unapologetic. But it depends on the mood, too, honestly. Because yeah. I was listening to Good Girl Gone Bad, and I was like, oh, I forgot about this. 
but she is the most streamed on mine too, anti, but then Ariana Grande is too. Oh no, no Ariana for me. Like I like Ariana Grande. You don't Grande. listen to Ariana Grande? I listen to Ariana Grande, but she's definitely not my most streamed. You don't like Thank You Next? I listen to that album almost every day. Um, I just find it a little I find it a little immature. I find it a little I had actually graded the album and it was some Ariana I fans that. that was very upset. They sent me messages. I gave it a B. I feel like Ariana Grande is insanely overrated. Um, I feel like she doesn't really give me a great performance. She doesn't, um, she doesn't enunciate her words. I feel like she, um, she's just so uneventful. It's not, she's not even interesting to really look at. She's a cute girl, but she's not interesting to look at. I like the album. Some of the songs are very, um, relatable. Maybe they're too young for me. But, you know, I will say this because there are ghosts. I say this. Ghost is, um, is it ghosting or? Ghosting. Ghosting. That is the, I love that fucking song. That's my favorite song on there. I listen to that shit. Like, and it's just, it just, to me, it feels like a ghost is almost in the room when you hear the song. Just even when it starts. It's a really good song. I think ghosting and needy. Needy reminds me of the old me. Needy reminds me of a young girl who doesn't know her her way. Speaking of young girls yeah, who, I guess so. and some of them are not so young, that don't know their way. Future had his, what, sixth or seventh baby by the he sixth had another or seventh baby? woman. Yeah, he just had another baby. He Wait had one like in December and then with he the just Joy had girl, one. With like Bow Wow's baby's mom. And then he just had another one with a girl on Easter. This or it was around ridiculous. Easter. He needs to get a vasectomy. Um, what about, do people get like STD tests anymore? Like, oh why are God. you just having unprotected sex with all of these people? You're such a negative Nancy. Let him. That's not a negative on. Nancy. Like, just a, just look at it. Look at it this way. <laughs> if he's having this many babies, imagine how many women he are, he's sleeping with unprotected. These are just the ones that are getting pregnant. Well, maybe they are using protection and they're just getting pregnant. I know women that have used protection and gotten pregnant. It can happen, but it's happening a lot for him. Well, let me tell you something. All these women, I'm sorry, Sierra included, they all don't know they cooch from a hole in the wall. Sierra just lucked out because she got with someone who, yeah, she was famous and she got with somebody else who was famous and she pretty much got out of that situation. She prayed for him too. Oh, okay. She, um, 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 mind you, his ex-wife said that he was actually gay and hiding it, but whatever. So you don't remember that? Anywho, no, I do not. Yes, you do. Um, look it up. His wife said it. Look it up. Um, Oh, he was married before, wasn't mm he? Hmm. Anywho, but I don't so know what old. he I is. I thought Russell Wilson was like 40. He just turned 30. You always call someone old looking. <laughs> I'm not even going to open that door because but I, I, I don't know how old Michigan. he looks. I really don't pay attention to him. I mean, he looks weird. But everyone was saying that like on his 30th birthday, it just passed. And they were like, he's only 30? And I was like, I thought that too. I thought maybe he was like 40. I always thought he was older than her. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Was she older than him? She in her 30s already? Yeah. Oh. Well. She's been there for a minute. She's in her 30s? Yeah, but I thought, oh. I just always thought he was older than her. Her skin looks really good. That it photo does. she released. I like Sierra. Be, she's in her 30s. Sierra her skin looks keeps really it nice. together. I mean, say what she you want about her. She made me want to go get a micro. 
Say what you want to say about her. She keeps it together, and she, she she's a cute girl. But you know, she, she fell into that ending. future trap. I I, I want to know what sex with future is. Like. I was just gonna say, I think future has some really good sex. I really do. But when people have dreadlocks, what is that sex like? Like, are those dreads all I over the place? Because I, I don't think... even watch porn with dreads. Maybe I watch porn with dreads after this. I don't really think that he has good sex. I think he probably has like a big penis. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's, mm-hmm. and I think he just gets you. If you ask I'm her very today. Interested. I think he eats cooch real good. I don't think he does it. You don't think he do it at all? And mm-hmm. I think that. The way that women keep coming back. I'm telling you what it is. Mm. He probably has a huge penis. And they just let him know. And I think even to this day, I bet her sex with <laughs> Future was better than it is with her husband now. With Russell? Oh, yeah. Russell looks like his sex is, well, I don't know. Because I've had sex with... Future look like he'll just bend you over, grab your hair, and just go crazy on you. And, and that's what people like. Oh, is that what they like? Uh, pretty much. Yeah, that is true. People just do just like Didn't to be we just, out. We just had a conversation about this. Just getting banged out, yeah. Yeah. And how you said most women that you know, they say that. And I yeah. think that he has that approach. Mm. <sighs> All of them say they can, he can nut in them, so... I don't That's know. It got to be good enough. It's disgusting. Everybody like nut. Listen, it's disgusting. Oh, okay. All these you women. Don't like nut now. All these women are sleeping with this man, and he's sleeping with hundreds I like of holes. women. I like holes. Listen. Oh That's my god, this scary. is thirty. <laughs> we just had a conversation earlier. Today I love holes. I love work. because I kind of feel like you know what you want. Like, or you don't know what you want. You just want. I'm talking for about sexually, like generally. You know what you but want. But what sexually. classifies someone as a hoe? Um. See, I don't really. I keep someone put that in my vocabulary. I didn't <laughs> used to normally say hoes, but someone put it into my vocabulary. But I should say I like a promiscuous. I like a promiscuous. Um, promiscuous, or if just free, because it's a difference. I kind of like a promiscuous man. But when I sleep with women, I, I like most, slutty looking women. I, I think most men are promiscuous. I like I like a promiscuous man, and I like a slutty woman. Well, and I think the difference is like you just dress kind of slutty. Well, like I like I a girl that'll show up to that. a funeral in a short ass skirt. Ariana Grande showed up to Aretha Franklin's funeral. It was like that. it was kind of like a. Uh, it wasn't revealing enough to me. Yeah, but I think you should be respectful too. Oh gosh, why did you bring up funerals? I'm not. Mm. I don't think that um, – I don't think you should classify someone as a slut or promiscuous off the way that they dress. No, 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 people, no. I like promiscuous men. I like men that sleep around because, most, I don't know, don't they generally have some of the around? good sex. No, not – I'm well, I mean, yeah, but what I'm saying is like I like someone that's just very open about their, their them being a hoe. You know what I mean? Like, well, is it really being a hoe or is it someone who is open with their sexuality and comfortable with their sexuality? You can be open and still not be doing nothing. Because what classifies you as really being a hoe? You just fucking. I don't like that you word. You're fucking ho, crazy. You're a hoe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You stupid hoe. I like hoe. I don't know. I've come like to that. enjoy it. I just think you shouldn't label people like that. I don't. I don't. Um, I don't tend to label people, but. I don't um I don't mind a hoe. Or but I should say my definition of a hoe. Um and then like just recently Remy Ma 
to kind of close up the flashbacks, I guess we can kind of give the award oh my to God, the wait a loser minute. of the week. Wait, to, before you do that, that just reminded me. So I was having a conversation earlier at work, and speaking of hoes, and not saying that people I work with are hoes, but they probably are. we were talking about, um, I guess, like back in the day, you had to get a blood test before you got married. Mm-hmm. Like when you apply for your marriage license, you had to get a blood test. They stopped that? Yeah, I guess it stopped in like 1980 or something like that. No, it had to been after that. Um, I think my coworker told me she Googled it and it stopped in 1980. I've heard of people doing it since since 1980. So that's. I don't know. She said it was like. She my said friend's 19- mom did it. My friend's mom got married. What was it? Like she got married. She's been married a couple times, but she told me she had to take a blood test um, for at least her first marriage, and she's only in her 40s. Well, I don't know. Maybe it depends on where you live, or maybe I think maybe it's optional. Yeah. But I think it was a requirement where you had to take a blood test to make sure the person that you were marrying didn't carry certain diseases, not just STDs, but like diseases where, you know, it will cause deformalities or something with your child. So what if I want a deformed baby? What the fuck? So it brought up the question, when you first meet someone, is that something that you do? do Take you, a blood test? Do you do like STD tests together? Like, because some people were appalled by it. When you first meet someone? When you start sleeping with someone. like. But most people don't make a decision to sleeping with someone. You, you know, we just hang out. If if we don't fuck off rip, we hanging out. One night we kind of look at each other and I'm like, yo, uh, I'm tired of waiting. Well, I mean, when you decide to have, well, maybe it's a little different for you. But when you decide to have sex with someone, do you say, no, I want to wait to have sex and I want us to go get tested together? That's the responsible way. That's the responsible way. It doesn't but happen like that, unfortunately. That's not but. how it happens. And to be honest with you, I would feel, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't, I'm not opposed to it. Mm-hmm. But I just think that most people don't have responsible relationships like that. And it, they should be. Because some people were just taken back like, oh, a blood test. Oh. And then one person said, well, what came back? And and what's to say like something comes back that you didn't know about, and then this person don't want to talk to you, and then they spread your business. I think pers- I think that's I think your medical situation should be something between you and your doctor. A lot of people don't have doctors because mm-hmm. you know healthcare and you know what is they're dismantling Obamacare if it's not going already. But mm-hmm. um, don't you have to have health insurance though? That was under Obama. We have a different administration now. True, so but I thought to, you still they're had dis, to. They're dismantling it. And before Obama, you didn't have to have health right. insurance. Oh, well, I think you need health insurance. Like, I can't imagine, like, not having health insurance. It's just a responsible thing to do. Well, I mean, well, to, I mean, to get back to the, the, the taking a blood test before we have sex, I just kind of, I don't know. Sex is so casual now. It's that's, like, what, that's what I'm saying. It shouldn't be so casual. Like, But why? It's human nature. Well, normal. because you have to be safe. Oh, you got to be a, a safe. You supposed to not lie saying, on your now taxes. We, we've all had and, slip ups. And now, we've what all I'm drunk, is, drove home a little tipsy. But so we've, we've all not had slip ups. But I'm saying, like, if you are about to marry someone and you've never, oh, we're talking about that, marrying or dating. Marrying because okay, it so now to go back to the whole marrying situation. License. If I'm marrying you, I can kind of understand. But I, can, I also feel like if I'm marrying you, I have we. 
pretty much been to you. But been my to thing the is, before you have now, you got to prove something. But to what me? I'm saying, before you have sex with someone, I I think we all should be more responsible and go get tested together. Do you think that should be a requirement, a legal requirement again? I mean, yes, because if someone if someone decides to still sleep with you and you have an STD that is not curable, what is then it? that gives them the right. They they should have that option if they choose to do that. I disagree. I think they should. Do what you want. This because is your not life. trying to be if funny or anything. If you want to take anything, that chance, take that chance. But I know a lot. I don't think there should be no legal requirement. I don't want the government and knowing not, what's going on my Well, maybe life. not so much legal because I think what goes into your bedroom should be your business. But I've even ran into, I know guys, I'm sure you know guys too. I know guys who are gay and they still oh, date guys. Oh, how did this turn into gay? No, no, no. And they still, <laughs> no, 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 no. Dog. And they still date guys who do have HIV. But like wait that. a minute. Why did this go from because, an STD to straight HIV? No, no, no. no. Don't it. do that because you because, know. No, my, because no. we were talking what about. What I'm saying is um, about having the option to date someone if they have a disease or not. And I know a lot of guys. I've never met a woman who said like, oh, I still date him and he has herpes. I'm sure they do, but I've never heard anyone be honest about it. The only people I've ever heard be honest about it was gay guys who told me like, yeah, I'm dating this guy. He has blah, blah, blah. I still date him. We just, we're just really safe. And I think the difference is you don't plan on having kids with this person. So if you you're can have be kids safe, with HIV. It's no, no, plenty of that's women not what I'm and saying. Men that do it. That's not what I'm saying. And, and they don't plan on having kids. Are now having kids. What I'm saying is they don't plan on having kids. So they figure as long as we protect ourselves, we're good. Like I do my stuff. Like the prep stuff. Like Oh Lord, girl, before prep people was doing was Well uh, they probably were, but I'm just saying But that was just me giving an example of people still saying, Hey, I still like you, I will still date you, even though you have that. It doesn't change anything. So that was just my example of there are some people who will say, Yeah, I'll still date you. So I think you should do it together. Mm, I don't think that that should be a requirement. I think you should do whatever you want to do in your relationship. Not a requirement, I but think, um, you shouldn't be so scared because some people will still stay with you regardless is what I'm saying. Yeah, but at the same time, listen, I just feel like what someone is doing individually in their relationship, in their in the bedroom with Someone is none of anyone else's business. The it's government, not. it shouldn't be no legal requirement to marry someone and you give a blood test. If you want to take that risk, you go ahead and well, take that not, risk. Not, it shouldn't be a legal le- requirement. It's, it's not a legal requirement. I'm not saying that. Are you listening to what I'm saying? I'm not saying it should be a legal requirement. I'm saying you should just do it. Well, listen, I just, I feel like, no. We should be more responsible. You, in this. I think it's an individual case-by-case basis. Mm. And the next person I come across, that's what we're doing. Have you done it before? No, that's why I said. Exactly. That's so why I said in the beginning of the and conversation. Bring up HIV with gay people and then say first the next of all, person I did, I'm gonna do it. But you ain't did it beforehand. I just said we one all of the men you dated could have HIV. Ex- that's what I'm saying. Hello. So don't tell no gay niggas. What I'm saying, is, first of all, this is doing. not a gay or straight thing. You brought up, you no, know, gay people. That I do brought it, it because up because I know I said, plenty of heterosexual women that have sex with men with STDs. Plenty of them. So you just going to And twist. every heterosexual woman so you're I know has twist. had an STD. That's not true. So you're going to every gonna, heterosexual so you're woman gonna I know twist, has had an STD. So you're going to twist around what I just said. I didn't twist around what you, you said. You did because you're like, oh, you're making it seem like it's just gay guys. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. Mm. 
That's how it came across to me. No, I was using it as an example of you should get tested because some people still want to date you even if they find out that you have results that are positive. Mm, maybe that's just stating because you said you didn't know any women that would accept someone. I said I don't know any women who have admitted to it. That's what I said. So maybe the the moral of the story is that gay men are a lot more open and honest about their relationships. Maybe. I don't care. It's, I mean, it doesn't make a difference. What I'm saying is it's just some people, or it could have just been those people, they felt comfortable talking to me about that. I don't know. How do we get from future to HIV? Well, first of all, we're not just talking about HIV. We're just talking about STDs in general. Yeah, just but that popped up in the Having topic. unprotected sex is just I mean, we not all have move. unprotected sex. It feels good. You like unprotected sex, don't you? Well, just because you like something doesn't mean it's good for you. I didn't, it's not about it being good for you. Uh, earlier, I sucked down a strawberry milkshake that I'm sure had artificial flavors in it, and it wasn't good for me, but I know that shit tasted fucking good. But what I'm saying is, I just think we should be more responsible in this world, all of us. And I'm saying we as a whole. I'm not saying other people like, oh, I'm just holier than thou, but I just think it should be taken more seriously. I think maybe you should take it more serious and don't and don't well, worry I'm about celibate, it. Nobody so else it doesn't doing. matter. I mean, I'm just Girl, saying in general. Open it up. Ain't nobody got time. You could die at any moment. Open That's it true. Up. I'm trying. I can't I just haven't found the right person. <laughs> anyway. Until I find the right person who is worthy, it's shut down. Flashback to a year from now when you have a future baby. Oh, uh, ew. Um. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So we were talking about the Remy Ma or I was going into the Remy Ma and the Britney Taylor situation. Britney Taylor, if anyone who doesn't know, is on Love and Hip Hop. Um, Britney t- as well who as Remy Ma. still watches Love and Hip Hop like But that? she's on the New York one, too. I don't know. But, you know, since Jocelyn Hernandez left, I really the have Puerto little Rican princess. interest in Love and Hip Hop. I just I need Jocelyn back. Um, and then Tommy gone, too. So anyway. um uh, I don't think Jocelyn is a train wreck. She used to be. I think that, yeah, yeah. But I, I think that, especially with her having a bait, when I watch her, she's like with her daughter all the time, teaching her Spanish. Don't get me wrong. I love the Puerto Rican princess, but she she was a train we wreck. We like train wrecks, though. Like, point. why would we watch someone that's not I a train wreck? I wouldn't put her and Tommy in the same category, though. No. I think Tommy she, has some woo. real, real deep-rooted. I, Jocelyn was on a completely different. Um, she really was about trying to do something. Tommy is just all over the place. Yeah, she's just. And she's at least Jocelyn woman. is like taking care of her daughter. Like Tommy yeah. is like beating hers in school or something. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But um, yeah, Brittany says Remy Ma beat her up. Do and you really think Remy Ma beat her up? I I have no I have no opinion in her beating her up or not. I feel like. Britney is weak as fuck. I feel like she's the loser of the week. She's going to be our loser of the week here because mm-hmm. if you are going to be a rapper and you're going to talk about how you you the baddest bitch, you flipping tables on Love and Hip Hop in previous uh, episodes and seasons, you jumping up in people's faces, throwing uh, whether it's water, liquor, alcohol, whatever, I don't know. Um, you throwing stuff in people's faces and you're, you know, you're jumping up and down on the screen claiming you'll be there by the ass and someone punches you in the eye and you turn around and press charges. You are the weakest fucking bitch ever. So I don't like this people like situation that. seems a little shady to me because everyone knows that Remy Ma is on probation. I think that there's something behind this because 
if Remy Ma did do to her what she's saying, um, it could have stayed behind closed doors. Yeah. So it's like she's making. I think I'm she had no like snitch. a press conference and all this stuff and posting the pictures. So I feel like she's trying to either she's trying to get a storyline or. She's trying to give back at Remy Ma for something. Maybe Remy ignored her because if if she wanted to do something to her, she would have just have done it. And I find it really hard that hard to believe that if she did that to her, no one saw it. Mona Mona Scott, um, you know, probably concocted this this storyline. Uh, but I I still just feel like Brittany, you should have been like, yo, this is a this make me look look like. I'm a weak ass bitch. Like I got punched in the face and now I'm about to press charges. You a rapper. You supposed to be like, what's good? What's up? However, I do hope that Remy Ma did not do that because that girl is not worth her freedom and she just had a baby. She's yeah, not worth I, you it. You don't I think yeah, it's it's not worth it, but at the same time, it's supposedly supposed to be about uh, Remy Ma's stepdaughter or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because I heard that it it may have actually been the stepdaughter who did it. Then I heard it was about the stepdaughter, but meanwhile, Remy is still posting on Instagram unbothered. I, as she should, as Remy Ma should, I, I just personally feel like uh, Brittany is the weakest, the weakest chick out here. You were uninteresting on the show. Yeah, I think she's trying to get. Um, I think Clout. you're moderately talented when it comes to rapping. And Have I, we even heard her rap? Yeah, she had a. It was a certain song. I can't even remember the name of it, but she had a certain song that was decent. Um, she had Trina in it. Trina kind of killed her in the song. And no offense, but if Trina kills you, then. <laughs> um, Don't do that to Trina. She is a legend. I mean, the Diamond Princess is, you know, she's the baddest bitch. But at the same time, I don't I never really saw it for Trina like that. I like oh, wow. Trina personality wise, but I don't know if I have ever set up and listened to a Trina album from top to bottom. Uh, I don't think I've ever listened to a Trina mixtape from but top you, to bottom. But you know who she is. But I do. I know who she is. I know she's consistent, and I know she's giving me some songs that she, she gave me some hits base. that stick like grits, baby. Mm. Because um, she has a huge fan base. Because when she has shows, they're all sold out. Because when as soon as somebody you hear whoop whoop, you immediately <laughs> you immediately see Trina on the beach. Okay. <laughs> So she has some hits that stick like grits, but uh, I really don't, I don't. I'm not into Trina, but I will say that you know she killed her on her own song because they had a song. Y'all can check that out if y'all want to. I feel like I I, I remember a hearing a little something about that, but for the most part, she didn't really move me. I just remember her having the two ponytails. One was blue and one was black. Yeah, I think she tries very hard to look and be interesting, but it doesn't. And I remember, like, on the reunion when Remy Ma was like, you know, I've known her for a long time. Back when I had blue hair, mm. blue and black hair, and no one was rocking it. So, yeah, well, and I'm like, yeah, Remy Ma was, like, the first girl to have, like, her blonde bangs and her what? black hair. No, we not going to act like Kim didn't do all that first. She did, but, I mean, Remy Ma, with the color blocking of the hair, she is the no, first person No, Kim did I that remember. first. Kim did it before he even did that as well. I don't it remember. It wasn't just the color wigs. Kim used the color block. Remember, Kim had the whole cheetah print through her head. Um, yeah, but Remy Ma, I think Remy Ma took it to another level because she would have the blonde bangs and the black hair. That was her thing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her with blue hair, but I do remember 
the blonde bangs and the black hair because it was like, what is happening here? Mm. Remy never got that career off, did she? But I will give Kim credit. I do think like the color wigs and all that stuff, like she was like the first person that really did that. Yeah, but she's the first, and and you know she she she's not going to get her just due. Um, Probably not. Maybe when she dies. That that's how it always seems like it, it goes, does right? happen. Yeah, People you get your just due when, when you're you gone. Die. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, sad. so the second portion was friendships. And oh yeah, you're gonna talk about your story. Well, I'm gonna let you go first. Why are you letting me go first? I mean, it's your it's your story. So I um I had a friend I'm going to call Panda. I had a friend come and stay with me actually. And Panda uh persisted to to make a long story short, persisted to uh involve himself in with someone that I was having not a relationship Sexual with. Sexual relations. No, no. Um, it was. Let's call it for what it is. No, because it, it wasn't. But it's still someone you had sex with. Yes, but it isn't. <laughs> anyway, we 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 Just had hung out honest. for let's say about two months, and, and it was you nothing. Had sex. Yes, yes. Um, oh, anywho, so about two months down the line, we ended up having sex, and then the relationship dissolved. Uh, Panda scooped in, even though the 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 who I was dating, I don't want to name anyone. Um, were you dating or you were just having sex? No, we were we were hanging out. Really, we a, were really it was a friendship that was friend with benefits. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like there that. There you go. So, um, but it was like an exclusive se- sexual relationship. Let's right? not say but it that. only happened once, right? We slept together just one time. You, I have to emphasize that. Are you going to tell a story about? So I have to emphasize it was only once, and I emphasize that because it goes into the argument that entailed later. So post uh, me dissolving or us losing, uh, uh, reducing our communication, um, Panda decided it was okay to basically interject himself in with my FWB friend with benefits. Um, and I ended up having to put Panda out of my house because of this. It was, and I felt bad because me and Panda have been friends for about 10 years. And have you been friends like 10 years? Yeah, it's been roughly 10 years. Like, this is 2019. It's probably was, like five years. No, no. I didn't because meet this person. this was pre-Tony. You didn't, you don't know a lot of people that I know, but this is pre-Tony. We became friends like 2010. So... I didn't meet him until like maybe but it you was. But you don't meet all my friends. People who are that close to you, yes, I do. Anyway, we've been friends almost ten years, and um, it was about two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Because when I friends. met him, he that liked you. That was you talking drunk. about as Cinco de Mayo. Yes, that was the first time I met him. That was we had been friends for way before that. I think we had been friends. Never for, heard of him. Anywho, like I said, we had been friends for over for, for about ten years, roughly. And you know, when the friendship dissolved, because I I don't I feel like that's you know you've crossed the bro code when you mess with someone that you're friend when you're trying to mess with someone or you're even communicating with someone that your friend has had, had sex with. Yeah, you you you've broken the bro code. So I had to dissolve that relationship. But at the same time, the bigger, I guess, 
the, the more enlightened point that I came to was I felt like to a degree it was retribution almost or it was like karma coming back at me because I realized I had not done the exact same thing to him, but I had dated people. Yeah, I had dated people that were in relationships where I had sexual relationships with other people that were in relationships mm. and I didn't care. I didn't care, but I, cause I think one of my best relationships was with someone who was in a relationship with another individual and then I just had the best parts. So you were a side piece? I loved it. I love being a side piece because I kind of feel like I get the sex, I get the attention, and then at the same time I can be left alone. I like, it's like that, I, I, I need space from people. So you're a side piece? I, I could be a professional side piece. You remember when we wanted to go and be star fuckers, right? I'm sorry. You you don't remember that we were that talking about? That wasn't me. Yes, Wrong it was. Friend. So the plan was we were going to move to Los Angeles and become star fuckers after we read Superhead's book, right? <laughs> and then we were going to sleep with celebrities and we were going we were going to get rich off of it. <laughs> Jennifer is acting funny about it now because she works in corporate America. <laughs> that was she not works. Me. <laughs> she doesn't if want. She doesn't want the people in their cubicles at her job to hear about how she wanted to be a star fucker. But we both wanted to be star fuckers. Um, But I I enjoyed being a side piece and it made me think like I really need to be a better person. You should. Because I should not have been involving. I shouldn't have been basically sleeping with these individual significant others. You shouldn't have. Yeah, so I I still dissolve the friendship. It's over. It's done with. I really don't even want to like dwell but on that. But did you dissolve the friendship because of the trust, or did you dissolve the friendship because you really like liked the person? That I dissolved the friendship because of the trust. Because what if he didn't even like have? What if sex? they didn't have sex? Yeah. Let's say that they didn't have sex. Right. I don't care. You went behind my back and you communicated with someone that I was having a sexual relationship with, that you watched me interact with sexually, not watching me have sex, but just hugging and kissing, things like that. You saw that and then you decided it was okay to begin a relationship behind my back. That's, I don't even really care about the, I wasn't even angry at who I was talking to. Mm -hmm. I was angry with Panda. Mm-hmm. Because I kind of felt like your loyalties lie with me, especially since you're living in my house. I was gonna say, yeah, that was the most important thing. If he didn't have anywhere to live, like you want to make sure you loyal to where you got the roof over your head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. like disrespecting your mama and your daddy ain't around. You gonna get your ass put out? You say what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Sorry, you know? I was trying to comprehend that. But um, but yeah, that it gave me a big lesson on friendship. So it's kind of like I would say, like recently for me, like wrapping everything up as far as like the year wrap up with all of the 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 current events we talked about, and then you know my per- myself personally mm-hmm. because I recently did this whole. Uh, it wasn't long. It was like a three four day no eating um, health fast basically mm-hmm. where I did nothing but consume green food drinks. Mm-hmm. Um I did it only for three or four days, which is really good for me because I will eat five or six five dollar boxes from Popeyes in a day. Okay. And still uh <laughs> and still want dinner and snacks in between. That is so disgusting. yeah, I eat a lot, dog. It's ridiculous. And um well, I eat my drink my green food drinks. That's why I'm on the toilet. You're on the toilet as well. But anywho, um, 
Yeah, so it's like it was like this whole cleansing. So I cleansed myself. I say I burned sage in my home mm-hmm. for the first time. I ended that friendship, and it made me reevaluate my friendships. What do I bring to the table? What are they bringing to the table? Um, and you know, like with me not eating for that period of time, it wasn't. I didn't have no any religious moment. I would say, mm-hmm. but I did have a bit more clarity. I can say. Um, so it was, um, it was, it was enlightening for me, I think. All I got from that is to keep your legs closed to marry men. That's mm. all I got <laughs> from that. Yeah. I, I, um, like I said, it was a, it was a spiritual thing, right? I, I mean, not spiritual, but it was like a, it was a mental cleansing. That's good. You yeah. should do it longer, like for a month. Yeah. Cause I want to be a better friend. I don't want to be the panda in my friendships with anyone. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be no one's side piece anymore. That's good. I, <laughs> you I've shouldn't give, want to do that anyway. It's I nice. I don't know if you have, even though you won't discuss it. But I've have given I up. Ever? I'm giving up my. Uh, oh, I know you've been a side piece. Have oh <laughs> wait a minute. You now. have been. Let's be honest. Have and I? Yes. Are are we not being are we not being completely open on this podcast? We can be completely open. I just said I was a side piece. That's me being open. You said you like being a side piece, and I you do. told me that I was a side piece. You have been one. You've been one before. I've never been a side piece. Oh, okay. Anywho, no. Um, no. Any- <laughs> no. Anywho, I won't accept that in the name of Jesus. No. Yeah. So I'm 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 kind of like on this journey, which is really good because with us starting this podcast is like. Um, the beginning of, I would say, accomplishing and and going after things that we both want to do mm-hmm. instead of just being idle or speaking about it. I agree. So you learned this year so far to not be a side piece, to go after things that you want to do, and to be a better person. Oddly, things I should already know, things I should have already been doing. But well, you know, you live, you learn, you grow. Pretty much. Um, but yeah. So, what about you? What about your friendships? What's going on? I don't know. I feel Anything like I, exciting. Not really. I just feel like I'm in a place right now where I don't um, like to let people down. I'm always trying to please people. I am a very, I'm very much a people pleaser. And that's the uh, that's the Libra in you. But um, but yes. So I think that that is pretty much the first episode. Um, next week yes. I'm really excited because I hope we're going to have someone sit down. We're going to have a whole discussion about sex and sexuality. Oh, how fun! 